You ready? Yep. How about you? Yep. Start it up. Like a poisonous mushroom, deadly. When you play a dope melody, anything less than the best is a felony. Love it or leave it, you better gain weight. You better hit the bullseye, the kid don't play. If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while Malcolm revolves it. Ice, ice, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Telling you, that's just one verse. Malcolm came right on time with the beat, man. I could have kept going with the whole, the entire song. He did great. You would have had to hit the course, though, because I was running out of breath. I don't uh, know if you could tell. I mean, I almost didn't get it in the first place. You just started rapping, and I was dun, like, dun, I just, dun, I just dun, did dun, the sneak dun. attack with the record button over yeah, here. Yeah, man, you hit us. That's why we need our <laughs> GoPro setup. So anyway, welcome in three top, three top, three top, one top, two top, three top. Here, here we go. go. Let's do this. So today, what it's going to be? Actually, a little bit of an occasion for it. So Mother's Day. Mother's Day. Mother's Day. Baby S- Dragon. Baby Dragon. Silk Road. Silk Road. Silk Road. So Mother's Day. Baby Dragon, Silk Road. Two of those things can mean many things. One of those things can mean one thing, and that is Mother's Day. So, Hayden, one top Mother's Day. What you got, man? All right. So, you, you kind of warned me before. Like, we're not. I'm. Don't don't get me wrong here. I'm not talking trash on Mother's Day. We better not, man. That, definitely not here. I, I would like to think that there's three uh, mama's boys sitting in the room right now. Oh yeah. Uh, so facts. We're gonna go with some facts here. And it's just, it's, it's interesting. Let's just put this. This is the reason why I'm bringing it up. Okay. okay it's interesting. Um, I figured it gave me a chance to say happy mother's day to everybody, which I'm going to yeah. do, but you know, do, do you guys it. know the, like, you know, the old song, the battle hymn of the Republic. I, I feel like if I heard it, I would you know, be like, like, yeah, it's like a song that they would have like marched around the civil war kind of era. Yeah. It's one of those songs. Okay. okay. Anyways. So this lady, Julia Ward, Howe. She's the lady that wrote that song. Okay. Okay. Um, so she was like post Civil War, a big advocate for everyone getting together and praying and having sermons and like sharing essays, um, you know, about how much war was terrible um, and how you know it. It was a lot of mothers because you know who were the most people that died in the civil war yeah it was their husbands a lot of stuff. husbands and sons right mm-hmm. so there's a lot of grieving mothers out there and you know mm-hmm. they would get together and but just have, like in a town hall type setting yeah okay you know she was a big advocate for that and she would put those things together so a lady that came after that who was you know uh basically one of the lady that was younger than her and hung out with her and kind of studied under her was this lady named anna jarvis and anna jarvis is the lady that is basically the what they would call the founder of mother's day like she's okay. the one that really made it a holiday, like in the sense of, you know, people celebrated all across the country. Um, but what she, she or, or she's the one that was given credit for it, I guess is the short way of saying that. Um, but she would, you know, call people together and they would do the things like they did before, like host sermons, essays, pray, um, and, and it was, but they. What was kind of interesting, it was actually more of an anti-war protest is what it actually eventually became, was it was more of a, you know, the grieving mothers that didn't want war to happen, and so they would protest against having war. Okay. You know, so that was that was kind of like its early stages. Um, 
But they were afraid to go out and protest in public, so this was kind of like their forum to protest it. Uh, I, in like yeah, their, I guess that would that their, would make a lot of sense. Their book club. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So, but Anna Jarvis. Let's Jar- go tell Sally about it. <laughs> Anna Jarvis was hardcore, though. Anna Jarvis was like she did not want anything about Mother's Day to have to do with anything that was about making money, or doesn't matter if it was for good or for bad, for whatever. Mother's Day was about embracing your mother and loving your mother and showing her how much you care not about monetary things buying her a bunch of gifts and stuff exactly okay Mm. so and it actually was like she was extreme okay this lady was like you know of course the second that mother's day became a big became a national holiday which it was 1913 1914 um uh who was the president then Uh, 1914 woodrow wilson that's who it was i was about to say taft Woodrow Wilson's the one that actually, you know, executive ordered it into a national holiday. Uh, um, But anyways, so (laughs) she she was like so hardcore against people making money on it. So once it became a national holiday, of course, what do you think was the first thing that happened? Well, yeah, people monetized it. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, you know, you could imagine the Hallmark kind of industry just went nuts over it. Uh And so but the thing was, is she actually coined the the name mother's day she had like the patent on it and so if anyone ever tried to sell anything or do anything with mother's day in the i guess you could say the uh the advertisement for it or the title of it she would sue them and she there was a like a certain points in her life she had over like 30 something lawsuits open at one time um but she wouldn't like it wasn't that she wanted money she wanted to like like not let the Mother's Day holiday be sullied by all this monetary greed. So let me back up, take a step back for a second. Okay. Maybe I missed it. Anna Jarvis, you said, was the founder of Mother's Day. Correct. Okay, so she's the one that was gathering together all these book club meetings, right? Correct. So how did those book club meetings turn into a national holiday is what where I missed it. No, 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 no. It wasn't like necessarily just a book club meeting. She yeah, was, yeah, yeah. It was I mean, I'm not just events. saying that for a, a crude definition or, you know, description of it. So she had this, these groups of women mm-hmm. that were, you know, grieving women, right. you know, that were coming together, turned into a protest of anti-war. Right. So it just happened to get the attention of the president? Or, like, how did it turn into where it was, like, a national... Well, what uh, the early stages was, like, 1875-ish. Right. So there was a good... 30, so 30 years. There was a good little chunk of time where it went from that to national holiday. Um, but, no, it, it actually it was just one of those things that, you know, her organization in her city got people motivated in other cities, and, you know... It just became a movement. It became a movement. Okay. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, basically... But once, her goal was to glorify mothers right and more to, specifically grieving mothers of war right it was like a you know it was just because there was so many of them in the time when she was a young girl i mean that you was, know that you know it makes sense with with all of the holidays that came from veterans day and all of those memorial day where they're they're grieving the loss of the actual soldier mm-hmm. um so for that i that to come out of it really makes sense to me you know now that i think of it try to link them together in my brain and so, since she was so, because she, she honestly was the one that patented the Mother's Day Empire, I guess you could say. Like she technically had the, the rights to to that 
terminology to use. So when it was 1914, is that what you said? Yeah. When it was a national holiday? So she was, gosh, probably in her 50s or 60s by then. Right. And so she never made any money off Mother's Day, but made it her life goal to prevent anyone else from making money off of Mother's Day. She, like, <laughs> distrusted. Huh. No, like, it didn't matter if hey, it was. Hey, 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 hey. If it didn't matter if it was a charity or Hallmark. Like, if the charity was just trying to get money together to help grieving mothers, it didn't matter. She distrusted the system and distrusted the fact that people would actually do the right thing with the money once it was, you know, gathered up for that charity. Um, But that ultimately led to, you know, she died when she was like 85, um, totally poor, like as basically with no money left most trailblazers are yeah like she didn't she lived and left nothing Mm -hmm. other than of course her her legacy of you know making mother's day a thing so but in her legacy that's that was my only negative part is that we as a nation monetize the crap out of mother's day instead of just making it about our mothers yeah but uh, i guess let me push back in this instance even biblical what better ways to show love than to give gifts? Oh, so, I, know. I mean, you know, but I mean, a gift even Old Testament, have to be a diamond necklace, and no, but Old Testament, you God, know. you slaughtered, you slaughtered your best lamb. Well, the way seat, I'm, you know, so like, I think the way I'm thinking of it is, if that's the way your mom wants, <clears throat> if that's your mom's love language, why not? Oh, I mean, I'm not I will, gonna, I would I under, trust me, that I, was not me hating on people. No, no, no. Gifts for their but mother. I understand. Hallmark making so much money. Guess how much money? Or how about florists? No, for real guess. How about I'm gonna say twenty number? billion dollars. Oh wait, such a good guesser. Was it twenty? It's. What do you think, Malcolm? Are we talking billion? I, I, I would. Pro- I'd probably say eighteen. It's twenty-three billion dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty-three billion. I gotta say, I'm not surprised in, by in that. one day. Yeah. I believe. I'm not it. surprised by that. Yeah. Just because I know what Valentine's Day is. And the and the biggest industries are restaurants. Um, and jewelers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets a diamond bracelet, necklace, yeah. charm, whatever, and they get their, they take their mom out. And then I bet flowers, florals. Yeah, oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. Top five somewhere. Oh, do you Top guys know five. what the official Mother's Day flower is? No. It's a carnation. Huh. Oh, and I actually have a quote. Um, so a carnation, this is, this is actually from Anna Jarvis, who is hardcore. So, the flowers thing, of course, goes way back to the early stages of Mother's Day. I'm so she thought it was appropriate for flowers to be gifts? Right. Okay. But flowers are something you pick and for free and give to someone, I guess. Yeah. You, I you guess could. you grow them in your yard. You, you know. steal them. <laughs> There's a black market for carnations. There is. Um, but they're, they're actually a very original Mother's Day tradition. Like I, I'm assuming it goes back to just the fact that there was a lot of grieving mothers and funerals i don't know mm-hmm. but who knows that's me that's me jamming there okay yeah uh but here's the quote from anna jarvis she said the carnate this is the reason why it's the mother's day flower is what she's saying the carnation does not drop its petals but hugs them to its heart as it dies and so too mothers hug their children to their hearts their mother love never dying that sounds like my mom it's beautiful. Sound like your mom? Yeah. <laughs> Sound like your mom? You know, that's pretty accurate. So, that's why the carnation is the Mother's Day flower. Perfect. You know, moms are irreplaceable. Uh, you know, mother's love is like what you're explaining with that flower. 
Well, so, so here's my I, I said the the thing that I I get Anna Jarvis's where she's at is the monetary thing. We can give gifts, we can we can do whatever, but it's not about the gift. That's I guess the point. I think most people that would have a good, honest, open relationship with their mom would understand that she wants to spend time with you more yeah. than she wants you to buy her something. Agreed. You know, and so if you have some people, that, that's not the case. Some no. people, it's oh, it's damn Mother's Day again. I gotta give did my you mom under- some flowers, and did I got to hear go- my my build up to that though. A good, open, honest relationship oh, well, with yeah. their mom. Yeah. But but you know what I'm saying yeah, though. Like for sure. a lot of people, it's just oh, it's that time. I gotta- and I think Hayden. A lot of people would have that to say about Christmas. So. Oh yeah. You can so, yeah you pick a holiday. Yeah. Monetize it. Easter. Yeah. You know. Well, they all are. So. I mean, shit. But I, I one <laughs> thing that I'll say so. again is this: I like knowing that. First of all, the history yeah. Anna Jarvis. I've honestly never heard that name in my life in history, and I think that that's really cool. Um, any reason to bring attention to my mom? You know, or the job that my wife does, the job that your wife does, you know, the job that your mom did raising you. Yeah. Like that. Any any reason to bring attention to that to me is awesome. So I don't, I don't want to get all mushy and talking about moms. I'm a mama's <laughs> I'm a mama's boy. Cole is gonna be a mama's boy. I can tell already. So and what my wife has with those kids is something I couldn't describe with words. So and that's just something that moms know. So. That's Simply cool. put, Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Ooh. Day. Yeah, yeah. So that's one top. Yeah, one top, one top, two top. Baby dragon. Baby dragon. Okay, so I'm excited. My you grandparents. Probably are. You're like oh. <laughs> my grandparents actually um, on my dad's side collect National Geographic magazines. So I remember, I think I had to be about ten years old, just flipping through a couple of them, looking at the pictures, just because the Seeing pictures it are, boobies yeah, from time to time. The pictures are so fascinating to me. <laughs> oh, the tribal boobies. Yeah, dude. There's always boobies in national. Don't you? No, that's, come on. Come I'm telling. But when I was a little kid, of course, that's like the, you're like, oh, the tribal. Yeah, yeah. There's boobs. Mm-hmm. Trust there's me, a lot. There's you know a lot you of did that. Yeah, I've seen it. I've <laughs> seen it. <Aiden. laughs> he's just acting like he's too good for it. He knows he did. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Anyways, um, this this one that came out in the '90s that um, I've happened to see before has a picture of dinosaurs on it, which plenty of their copies have had before. Um, but this one happened this week where they actually found a name for it now can, called Baby Dragon. I cannot say the scientific name for Give it. it a shot. Same. Give it a shot. Come on. You Give ready? Shot. I'm ready. You ready, Hayden? I, I want to see All when right. you're done because I want to see if yeah. you did it right. And Hayden, Hayden is going to correct. I would say Bibelong Sinensis. Let me see so what we got here. Hayden's going to give it a shot. Oh, oh, oh. Because he likes... What did you I got it? here? Hayden yeah. has a... Hayden, to the listeners out there, Hayden actually has a top three favorite dinosaur names, as well as a top three favorite astrophysicists. Oh, you know it. <laughs> so, for... That's that's All what right. I'm working on. Oh, okay, okay, there right. it is. There it goes. Bibelong Sinensis. Bibelong Sinensis. 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 S-I-N-E-N. Sinensis. I might be wrong about the Bible long, but it's 
sinensis is yeah, definitely Bible so it's sinensis. baby dragon baby but, dragon okay yeah. so tell us about baby dragon well it's kind of interesting because they found this fossil i believe in 93 a fossil egg in china um and since then they've found they were like digging a road right yeah they were like excavating like a hillside to put a highway mm-hmm. and stumbled across it and they just found it and since then they found a couple other eggs that resemble the same fossil like features um and all the paleontologists were looking at it and found them. There's one in Ma- Mongolia, Korea, even the States had one. But <clears throat> as far as what they know, they think this type of dinosaur laid eggs up to about two feet long. And then their nests, get this, were about the size of a monster truck. Whoa, wait. So this bird-like, that's why it's baby dragon. This bird-like creature that they would say... Um, Kind of resembled an ostrich almost. Okay. If you think of a modern day ostrich. Two foot long eggs? Two foot long eggs. Wow, I did not know about this parts of this. Yeah. And then the nests were as big as a monster truck. So I'm thinking, how many eggs are they trying to store? Oh my goodness. Right. More Um, like, what's a pissed off mama look like hanging out around this nest? Can you imagine Eagle Boy with that? (laughs) Right? (laughs) I mean. He'd fall over. Whoa. He'd fall over. He'd need um, more than a leather flap and monster. Well, yeah, I I found an interest for this just looking at the pictures of the drawings for what they think this dinosaur dinosaur may have looked like so long ago. So the fossil they have that is just the fossilized egg, right? Yeah, and it like has maybe remnants of dinosaur bone in exactly. it, but not anything they can construct like exactly. a, what it would look like full size. Yes. I, I love how they try to do that though. It's like hmm. We're scientists. What do you think? This one should this one have stripes? Yep, I vote stripes. I'm gonna give it a tiger stripe. All right, we're scientists. We can say stripes. I mean, That's you're right cool. on that. Like that was like the biggest thing in early science of dinosaurs is they had no clue what they. No, looked but like. they they definitely dress those those things up a little it's, bit. It's called being creative for the sake of like. Promoting science. Yeah, that's why some of these NFL football players think the world the is flat, fl- and flat. That, yeah. it, they they think it's flat, and that dinosaurs aren't a real thing. The government yeah. planted dinosaur bones in the ground for us to find, and all that. So. I stumbled across a YouTube video once of a guy trying to explain that to me, and yeah. I, I just had my jaw. I'm open. telling you, you have a favorite like, dinosaur? Yeah, oh, you and I have talked off air. I mean, for it's years. kind of like everyone's, but it's just because they're so. It's everyone's. Cool. We'll, we'll it's be the judge. Mine. We'll be the judge. Velociraptors. Of that. Okay. Okay, I do like raptors. Though. Not because of Jurassic Park. I love. I was like a dinosaur nerd. Like, can you, me, can you give me the scream that they make? <laughs> Ooh, that's so high. <laughs> you know, they do that. like that little like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's more like a clicking. Like they like. They, like yeah, they don't like they like scream in those in the movies yeah. and stuff. But I mean, what was cool is Jurassic Park really tried to keep on edge of cutting edge science for every movie. Yes. So, so like they they made the dinosaurs exactly and when you see the first Jurassic Park exactly what they thought they looked like in modern science at that point. And then of course, by the time you get to Jurassic Park 3, all of a sudden the Velociraptors all have feathers on their backs in the back of their head. Now they've. It's, I mean, now if they were to make another Jurassic Park and they had raptors, they would probably like if they were like actual. They would be completely covered in feathers. Right. Because velociraptors actually have feathers across mm-hmm. their whole body. They've pretty much come to. The I've heard some that. scientists talk about that before. 
like about how they they're changing what they thought that they would look like but, far, but in terms up- of feathers but they updated that. their data for the movies they weren't using just like okay well we had raptors in this one but we need to make them the way they're supposed to look right like so they changed because it. of people like you <laughs> exactly yeah. like people like me so baby dragon has monster truck sized nest two foot long eggs mm-hmm. where was it like living you said that they're finding eggs in the united states and china too. china so do you many do you many what, breeds of these dragons or or what period like, did it live in did yeah they, did, did they, they know have to say that like like as far as cretaceous yeah man i would say they said about 90 billion years ago okay so that would be the, that would be the last the meteor whatever you call the meteor strike that would have been 65 billion Million. million million sorry yeah. million years ago well that's when everything was big so that that makes total sense yeah like that's the time in dinosaur life where everything got real big that all the big old 100 foot long dinosaurs that's that's that time so it would make right. sense for there yeah. to be a gigantic bird dinosaur at that time so that's, that's flying around everywhere laying eggs you think was... it flew oh, or you think sure. it was a, like a land-based bird Cause that'd be freaking huge. I'm thinking it's big, hollow bones. It may okay. Let's say this: it hovered probably <laughs> across. Well, the it was. <laughs> they likened it to an ostrich. Yeah, so it's not gonna. It's. it's I think they're wings, but did it? I have, think they're saying like the body shape of it is like okay. an ostrich. Okay. Hmm. But did it have? How about this? Did it happen to mention like what its diet was or what it was perceived? Whether it was a well, carnivore, all they got was or, an egg. I mean, I don't know. But I mean, mm. no. But do they perceive it to be like a carnivore or an herbivore? Or... I, thought, I thought they said herbivore actually. Huh. Well, if it was a bird, that would make sense. Well, if it was some a, birds are, some are birdish. It's not a bird. It's a dinosaur. You know. But well, birds, dinosaurs, not far off. No, no, I'm not arguing that. But I found an interest because. <clears throat> As a kid going to the dentist or the doctor, that's the first toys I'd pick out, obviously. The dinosaur toys. Yeah. And then I fell in love with that Disney movie, Dinosaur. Because my favorite dinosaur is the Iguanodon. Oh, yeah. Do you know that's just the first a... dinosaur? Really? Ever discovered. Not first dinosaur. First dinosaur. Just ever discovered, yeah. Yeah, some, I think it was German dudes, if I remember correctly, in like the 1800s. were just like walking up a mountainside and one of them looked down at a rock and was like, that rock looks weird. <laughs> And picks it up and like kind of looks like a tooth, you know. And uh, takes it back and gets gets a hold of some some people, and yeah. they're like, "That looks like an iguana tooth, but it looks really big, like like it literally matched what an iguana's tooth." Like he got a biologist yeah. to help him out. It looked like a iguana tooth, and he was like, "Well, this obviously isn't not an iguana. It's something different, but it's gigantic." And so they dubbed it Iguanodon. Well, that's cool. So, we had a Rushmore question come up in the story time, hmm. and Franco's answer kind of—I don't know whether it infuriated me or it made me laugh. <laughs> but <laughs> what's the Rushmore of dinosaurs? What's the who's who of dinosaurs? Give me four. The best dinosaurs. Four. The not necessarily the your favorite. Of... Like the the Rushmore of dinosaurs. Like the four most common. I've got. I've got T Rex. Oh, of course. I've got Brontosaurus. I, I no, think A no. I think A Raptor has to be on there. I think I'm not saying which one, but I think A Raptor has to be on there. Brontosaurus isn't a dinosaur. 
It's a made-up name. Wait a second. It's for real. Wait, what? what? Are you about to drop it? Are you telling knowledge? me Pluto's not a planet, too? <laughs> no. What? I'm, I'm not kidding. No, like Brontosaurus, Brontosaurus was a generic name. That, so like, what's the name of that long neck leaf eater? Well, that's in the big few. period. There's, the one I'm talking about from Jurassic Park that became the little kid's friend. That's a Brachiosaurus. Brachiosaurus. Mm. That's... No, that's not what I'm thinking of. So there's, what's the who's who of dinosaurs? Brachiosaurus, or if you want to know the ones that look like that, Brachiosaurus, Apatosaurus, and Gigantosaurus. No, I want to know the who's who of dinosaurs. I mean, we're going to... There's T-Rex. T-Rex Where's isn't the, the biggest are, predator, though. Who, who are the other three most commonly known dinosaurs is what, what I'm going for. I'm saying it. if you ask people to dad... Pterodactyl. Say tri- Triceratops. Pterodactyl, thank you. Triceratops. Triceratops. Yeah. Where's the fourth one? That's Steg- the Stegosaurus. 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 There we go. I made a Stegosaurus once at the beach. That at the was, beach. That was sick. Really? It was huge. Yeah. We talked off air about your uh, T Rex. Yeah. Oh, anyone that knows you needs to look at your stuff on Facebook. Your uh, you'll have to go back a few years because they space out the but. beach pictures of you building these beautiful structures of I dinosaurs. Did, it was something me and my dad did when we were a kid. And it just stuck with me as it's I grew crazy. up. All I want to do is make, when I go to the beach, I want to make a gigantic, whatever, it has to just has to be big, mm. you know. And it doesn't have to matter, like, one year I made the Starship Enterprise. Uh, one year I made an X-Wing. Uh, one year I made the Death Star. That wow. one's kind of easy because it was just a big, but it was just big, you know. Yeah. Uh, the T-Rex was epic, I'm telling you. That thing was huge. And that was that one was really cool because we I made it. And we were hanging out at the beach that day, and it was time to go home. You know, it's like, all right, you know when you're going to come back the next day, it's going to be gone, right? So we leave, and we go out to dinner that night. And by the time we get done with dinner, we get some drinks or whatever, and we start walking the beach. And the, ho- the, the restaurant we were at was on the beach, and it was maybe like a quarter of a mile from where we were at the beach that day. So we're like, you yeah, know, let's take these drinks, and we'll walk down the beach. So we go down the beach, and sure enough, we get down there, T-Rex, perfect. Nobody's touched it. Everybody's left it be, and there's like a whole crowd of people around at the yeah, time, like sitting there, like <laughs> taking pictures of it and everything. And I just walk up, and I was like, "Well, hey, y'all, that's awesome." Like, yeah, I, I made that. I'm that dude. And of course, it was cool. And then they were all like, "Oh!" And I had all these other pictures on my phone of other dinosaurs I'd made previous days yeah. that didn't make it to the next day. And so I was like, "Do you want?" I mean, they were all wanting pictures. And I was like, "You want just the rest of these?" Like, here, and I'll just send them to you. Like, hmm. but yeah, it was it was cool. It's it's cool when people like you know into what you did so some yeah of the you stuff, should, some sometime, stuff people are not into and they're like well what the hell is this guy taking up all this beach for <laughs> but one of these trips when you go to the beach you should do it like crop circles in the middle of the night like you should just go down there <laughs> you should like build like a uh like a dinosaur scene you know like five or six of them like fighting each other yeah and then just like have everyone wake up to it and like stage a gopro and then have people wake up to it to the beach and be like oh <laughs> What is this greatness? I did one of the ones I was really proud of is I did a Velociraptor, and his face was so. I'm awesome. telling you, listeners, it looks amazing. They, this am, dude no, no, can do no, this don't with give sand. Me that much credit, dude. You're building I scale dinosaurs. You, you go look up professional sandcastle sand people, and I'm not even. On These this. are professional people that like train at it. That's not you. You okay. just get down and you get busy with it. And it I'll, looks... I'll take your compliment, but I don't consider myself an expert. But. No, but I was really proud of the the Velociraptor because what I did is I actually went and got reeds of grass and like chopped them up into little pieces and made individual teeth for his entire <laughs> nice. mouth. 
So I had me like literally like 60 little pieces of grass that I tore up into little pieces and, and put on the top row and the bottom row of his mouth that was open. And like had little seashells arranged nicely to make a little pupil in his eye and everything. See what I mean? Like I mean, it's not like from the Geico commercial where the guy has the mansion with the working fountain and a car that drives up. <laughs> that kind of sandcastle. But it's You're right. it's a damn scale it's dinosaur. So and it's I, pretty you know, cool. And I, I like I like you know, I'm not a weird person, but I like you know, when kids get yes, involved with neat things. You know, I when I get to see a kid like Look at something and like a that, that's why he had that caveat. I'm not a weird person. I know but I have kids. But you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, it's not like that. I just you know I'm you know I'm building it and kids come up and they say, "Hey, Mister." No, I mean, but that, that's literally how it goes. Like, I kids come up like crazy when they're walking down the beach and they're just like, "Oh, like you know that's awesome." Yeah. Or my favorite thing is they ask me what I'm building. I'm like, "You just gonna have to see." Well, if you, you saw that in a movie and hit pause right there. Your brain would say that's going to go one of two ways. <laughs> Either he's going to take that kid under his wing and teach Choose him. Choose your ending. Or that's actually how it went on one I know, one trip. That's pretty cool. A little kid was like, I guess he was like ten, something like that. But he was like, "Can can I help you build one?" And I was like, <laughs> "Sure, man." Can I call you dad? No, no. Dad. It was like. It, like you know, I ended up getting the kid's story, and he was just a normal you kid. You left for cigarettes twenty years ago. No, but his he was like got one of those, got you know just got an opportunity to go to the beach with his grandparents, and like it was grandma on the beach and him, and grandpa was just chilling in the room, like of so he, he was, was just totally basically by himself, no one to like have fun with, and I'm Not this, even and I'm this like guy on the beach building this gigantic dinosaur, and he's just of course like whoa, you know, mm-hmm. and. He was like, can, can, can I build one with you? And I was like, let's do it, brother. Let's That's go. That's pretty cool. So, and his grandma, I was like, is it cool if he comes over here and does this with me? And she was like, yeah. I was like, all right, let's go. And that was when we built the Stegosaurus. And it was big. It was That's awesome. pretty cool. And he got to, of course, I was like, tell everybody you made it, man. You would do the same thing if you were like shooting around at a playground and some little kid yeah. came up and asked you for can help with his jump shot. Yeah, you of know? course. You would do the same thing, you know. That's a very so. cool thing. Yeah, I think it's really neat. It was a good day that day. Yeah. So. And of course, my wife is just like, go on. <laughs> yeah. Go play with your friend. Go play with your new buddy. <laughs> that's good. So, what else about Baby Dragon? That's all I got. And I'm, that's I'm, for now. I am definitely going to Google this when we're done here. And find Did I show you a picture of it? Oh, I didn't know you had I, a picture. I want to know. I can show you a picture of where it was. Uh, I can at least show you the cover of that. Well, remember, housing. when you're talking almost 100 million years ago. Yeah, it was all one land. Every, so. Or very close well, to China and the places. United States were almost. It was just a lot close. different. Yeah. You know, Antarctica had dinosaurs on it. Yeah. Because it was. Well, not are we talking there. Pangea now? We're talking something different. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> so so three did, t- you are correct. That is Pangea. Time for three top. But before, actually, before we go on to the three top, there was one thing about the dinosaurs. You said something about the feathers, mm. about how like the raptors have yep. feathers, right? So, I, I heard something about how the noises that they make, that they are now going back and re- taking a different look at the way that they thought about the noises that they made. Mm-hmm. Like they liken a lot of the sounds that they would make more so to a duck, more so than like a roar. Or like a bear, or like a oh, yeah. growl. Like, it was they were more like clucking. They would they would classify them more as like clucking sounds as opposed to like yeah. There's there's like virtually no evidence that like the T Rex 
in like Jurassic Park is like you know like that just immensely loud roar like yeah but then like again nothing that supports like that. I said there's no evidence that any of them had tiger stripes either, yeah that's so. just that's mm. just movie magic but what does encourage that they have bright colors is modern day examples things that live in tropical environments you know lots of stuff has crazy colors so they, take, they use like whatever context clues so to speak that right, they have right lots of things that live in a tropical environment are very brightly colored mostly for mating and etc but so why is it say that dinosaurs couldn't be the same way right that's that's kind of where that mm-hmm. comes from so you know makes sense all right so on to three tops silk road you guys heard of silk road if you just heard Silk Road, what do you think? I mean, me and Hayden kind of thought the same thing, though, about Silk Road. China. The yeah. the old ancient trading route yeah. that went through yep. China and mm-hmm. you know India and on into some parts of uh, Europe and things like that. So, so the Silk Road I'm going to talk about, I guess I can touch on both of them because I, in research for this topic, I came across the other, which is that, um, and some new plans that they're planning on doing with that the chinese government some other governments of some countries that they're trying to do that affect 60 percent of the world's population so obviously doesn't affect america or us directly in terms of the infrastructure and all that that they're trying to build and bring but um kind of interesting but silk road for the purposes of what i'm talking about is more of a um, dark net black market trading site yeah so um i wouldn't expect either one of you if you had heard of it to admit to us and our <laughs> listeners that you had i have definitely nope. not purchased anything because that would probably website. mean that you were one of their their many members that they had but um the name ross ulbricht you never heard that name before either he was the main guy that was behind it so basically he's this coder this just young guy that's uh, a computer engineer and he's from texas and then he moves out to the silicon valley just to you know use his skills and comes you do, up he did what people that do that do yeah i mean all of them you know he, he all of them you know he moved out there to where all the resources were to where all the other smart people that were doing it were so he could team up with somebody and all that and anyway he come up with this now had you've heard of tor networks correct yes t-o-r t-o-r yes T-O-R. Um, so Tor Network. So like it's, I don't Apparently it's like a web browser. It's like a web system yeah. or it's like an internet system that you can be on that's right. hidden to the traffic of like it hides the IP address some way, somehow. So that way you can't really see where you've been and people can't, the authorities can't track you, that kind of thing. So anyway, yeah. he runs it. On a tour, a hidden tour network, and then uses bitcoins yeah. for the purchasing back and forth. So I've never used bitcoins, but apparently the uh, the transfer isn't one to one for no. one bitcoin equaling one dollar. It's weird, like it's it, really, it, and it's always and changing, it, and it fluctuates wildly sometimes. Correct. Like you can go from being a millionaire to broke in bitcoins in one day, and then back to the other day. Correct, and that was one thing that they they did on the site was at the time of your purchase whatever bitcoins were worth would be what they were worth and if it dropped before the transfer went through then this guy Ulbricht would cover the difference mm. oh. so it was kind of part of their guarantee but it was basically like he started it for a safer way for college to kids to sell drugs to each other it was basically what he was saying when he was finally caught hmm. that's how it started 
Yeah, with no trace or anything. Yeah, him just be a safer or way. Or just instead of having to go to some weird dude's They don't have house. to go to a shady place downtown into, you know, some bad neighborhood no, yeah. to people they don't know and to buy a bag of weed, you know, or to buy some mushrooms or something like that to have fun at a concert or whatever. So that that's basically why I did it. He doesn't believe in restrictions. His Part of his argument was, why is McDonald's legal? McDonald's has all of these fattening foods that cause heart disease and um, heart heart attacks and, and all of these things, and how is that legal? Hmm. And basically what he wanted was people to be given the choice to do whatever they wanted to do. If people wanted to harm their bodies, then they should be given the choice to harm their bodies. And to be honest with you, it kind of goes along with all of the thought processes are similar thought processes of those young coders and those young internet minds where freedom, access, mm-hmm. you know, think of the WikiLeaks people and all of them that think that, you know, the mission that they have is just everyone should know everything or yeah. should have access to everything. So anyway, that's that's kind of what it was. He, he didn't understand why uh, people shouldn't be able to give him the choice to do this. So anyway, platform for selling drugs on college campuses. They did not promote anything that was harmful, however. Like they didn't sell any weapons. Mm -hmm. Um, They wouldn't sell any uh, stolen credit card numbers Mm. or things like that that were harmful to other people. But you could buy anything from, I mean, you you name the drug. You could buy any kind of drugs from prescription drugs to recreational drugs to fake IDs. Um, mm-hmm. One with your name, but obviously someone else's picture, or your, your picture, but someone else's name and information and all right. that. Um, so not necessarily identity theft, but more just a fake ID. Oh, no, that's theft. Yeah, that's exactly. identity theft. I, yeah. You would get charged with that crime. For sure. Yeah. But that's kind of, I guess, again, this is how they, you know, rationalize right, right, in right. their minds. So it's any, so college kids can go buy beer. Is the but you could basically, buyers could leave reviews on the sellers to boost their reputation so that way his heroin's real good right <laughs> basically yeah for for real that those those types of things mm-hmm. um so from 2011 to 2013 february of 2011 to july of 2013 there were 1.2 million transactions you've got to be kidding me. that were on the site okay bitcoin equivalent of the money spent was 1.2 billion in sales what that led to was 80 million dollars in commissions to the silk road employees and creators wow that they just made for creating the site so it it came to a head um really really bad when there was a somebody that was going to start talking um and they were going to get outed and he (laughs) said This Ulbricht guy hired um, someone to, to kill him. He's looking to hire a hitman. That was like his defining moment. Like like going for, you know, he got into it just to be like, yeah, we should be able to just like, you know, buy and sell drugs and it shouldn't be the government's, pro- you know, provo- you know, like insight to, or they're not, they shouldn't be allowed to control what we do. You know, they were like super libertarian about it. Like they were like, as long as I ain't hurt nobody else, I should be able to do whatever the hell I want. Right. And, but the doing that turned into him getting $80 million real quick. And it quickly got out of control. Yeah. Then. And, and it, they didn't ever have weapons on there because there were other sites for that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you could buy a kidney on there. 
Yeah. You could buy anything on Silk Road. Hmm. It's crazy. It was insane. So it quickly got out of hand, and it, it was they weren't able to regulate the amount of new sellers that they were having on the site every week, every month, mm-hmm. or whatever. So it was just it was ballooning out of control. When he was caught, he was caught in a coffee shop. They didn't give the name of the coffee shop. Probably like a Starbucks. It or, probably was a Starbucks. You know, of course, if it was in San Francisco, you know, probably a Starbucks. But anyway, caught in a coffee shop with um, just a laptop, sitting there running the website from a coffee shop, this multi-billion-dollar website from a coffee shop. And then when they on his computer, he had like fifteen million dollars in bitcoins on his computer, and then he had two thumb drives at his house that had about another thirty or forty million dollars in bitcoins on them hmm. when he was arrested. I can't imagine. It's also weird to think that that Bitcoin, like, on that heart, that like thumb drive, is equals a whole lot of money in a in a market. Mm, yeah. that uses that mm. currency. Like that's what's crazy. Like not like like used to be. You'd have to have like a car to haul around a billion dollars. Dude, to get Bitcoin, you could have a billion con- dollars on a thumb drive. You've you know? got to contact a Bitcoin dealer. A lot of times to buy bitcoins from people to like get this stuff, so like it's it's really there are people that have legitimate jobs as bitcoin dealers. That's their hmm. thing. They just sell bitcoins to people and take a cut off of it. Wow. So, but he came, but he came to that point though, where it all was like, I have to make a really big decision to kill this dude, or potentially go to jail and lose all this money. Right. And he chose the first thing. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I don't say absolutely meaning that I would choose that, but I'm saying that he was, that was a choice he made. Yeah. Of course, it's this or jail. Hmm. So a lot of people get desperate. And, the, of course, the person that he contracted to kill a guy was a DEA agent, and <laughs> they staged the murder, and so the murder never happened, but they actually did it six times to him. There were six murders that he contracted out to kill oh, see, I didn't know that, that were far. supposed to, um, they, they he thought happened. They never happened. Wow. I didn't know it went six, that far. Six of them. I thought he just got busted after the first one. Nope. Six of them. They just let him but there's going. So many, there are so many sites that are on the dark web, mm-hmm. if you want to call it that. And it just, I'm so ignorant to all of it. It shows how little that I know about the internet and how little I know about the technology and stuff. Yeah, like the We'd, fact that all of this could be going on and we haven't seen it come across our computer screen. Basically, they vacuum seal drugs and ship them to your door. How long did you say they did this, though? I oh, mean, man, it got, shut, it got shut down in... Um, uh, he was arrested in 2013. Yeah. They've relaunched the site twice since, and there are other sites that are like it. Yeah, I saw something about one being called, like, Farmer's Market. Yeah, I mean, there's all kinds. There's Like I said, there's one that's predominantly weapons. Yeah. Where, I mean, you can, you know, you can, can go on yeah. and buy a shotgun online and they'll ship it to your house. But, I mean, it's, again, it's crazy and it's all part of the whole thought that people should be able to choose whatever they want to do and let the cards fall where they may. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it was crazy. I Again, I've never heard of it. Never, you know. Wow. That's but intense. It, it was super, 
super crazy that, that all this goes on and you think about the people that you sit next to at Starbucks. What's this guy doing on his laptop over here? <laughs> did, well, did you, did you one get... of them was a guy that was running a billion dollar website and he had over $40 million on him <laughs> just in his pockets. That's, that's what's crazy. Like, like I was saying before, but how long does, you know, what's his sentence? Do you know how long he's in jail? Life. Lie? Yeah. He got charged with trafficking, money laundering, hacking, racketeering, um, but life in prison. And, of course, without uh, parole. Whatever the charge is for hiring a hitman. Yeah, I attempted, yeah. Yeah, wanting to kill a guy. That's mm. usually never good on your record. <laughs> it's almost like if you get, it's like, that's one of those things that I think you, if you get away with it, I mean, I'm sorry, if you do it, you could potentially get less time than if you got caught planning it. You know, you know, like yeah. As far as premeditated murder goes, no, I mean, like, like if they catch you hi- like planning it out, it's almost like attempted is like almost worse than the actual murder sometimes. when it comes to like what they deal out as your punishment, hmm. like I don't know, you can get paroled for murder sometimes. I think is where you're going. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Like you can get paroled for murder, but sometimes people that get like attempted murder charges where it was premeditated attempted, like can get like freaking get the hammer down worse it's just weird that's all i mean yeah i mean this stuff again this was 2000 uh, it was big 2011 to 2013 yeah never heard of it Mm. i wonder how many people have heard of it and it it wasn't even new than him getting arrested i i'm just a nerd you know this show has made me a nerd now like i just i read stuff this article was in vanity fair (laughs) <laughs> of all of all, of all yeah. magazines or all places for me to read it but um i'd be interested to know kind of either privately or publicly i don't give a damn but how many of our listeners have known of D- silk road knew of silk road just just <laughs> i mean just for any reason whatever so we're gonna put up because a poll you, you who can, all has bought drugs before no but seriously <laughs> there was i wish I, I wish actually that now that i think of it i would have written down the pie chart numbers Forty percent of the things sold on there were drugs, but then like thirty percent was video games and movies. So like they sold a ton of legitimate things also, but probably pirated movies and pirated. Well, that's what I was about to say. Things like like that, but it wasn't all drugs. But I'm sure it was illegitimate or illegal, you know. (laughs) But anyway, real quick, the other Silk Road. So that's like an old trading route that ran through you know the Middle East and China and all that. What the Chinese government is trying to do is they are going to actually build a bunch of infrastructure through the same areas, and it affects 60% of the world's population. So there's roughly, what, 7 billion people in the world? Yeah. 50% of that would be 3.5 billion. Well, it's, that's basically India and China. So another, another 10% would be another billion. I'm just saying, like, if you're talking about 3.5 billion people, you basically say... India, China, that part of Asia, and there you go. That's it. Yeah, so, <laughs> but they're talking about all of this crazy Chinese-led infrastructure and Chinese-led um, improvements. Some experts think that China's doing it so that they can um, show their, not necessarily power, but influence, like have show Chinese influence in all these other countries. Like China's economy is doing strong, but their influence isn't strong. Mm-hmm. They're obviously a military that operates on a defense-only type of premise, 
Like they don't attack people. They only defend. Right. And so they're not trying to do it for that premise, but they're trying to do it to help their economy boosting. So they're partnering with like, um, trying to partner anyway with like Indonesia, Pakistan, um, and a lot of these both countries that are on ocean routes and countries that are landlocked so that they can get um, power plants built so that they can get highways built. They get all these jobs created. Hmm. And anyway, uh, Russia has signed on with some of them, but some of the smaller countries don't like it because there there's a fear of it. But anyway, I, I thought it was interesting because Silk Road, if you type it in, you're probably going to get the one about the Chinese project yeah. first. But if you look for it, um, or if you go to Wikipedia and you type it in, you'll see it. So it's it's pretty cool. It's both of them are super interesting. Doesn't again, it doesn't affect us over here in the states, but no, affects a good you know four billion people. So so is it going to be like like a highway system? No, 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 it's it's not necessarily like a highway system because it's a lot of different projects with a lot of different governments. It's just like expanding but what it's going to do is going to connect. Yes. Yeah. So it's more of a metaphor of them expanding trade back the way that trade used to be. Correct. Because that was what, you know... Opening it back up, making it easier for these countries to trade with one another and or to trade as high as Russia or... To yeah, because, tra- you yeah. know, that's what actually killed a lot of um, economies was... Because, you know, the Silk Kyrgyzstan, Road... Kyrgyzstan, is that a country? Is that how you pronounce it? Kyrgyzstan? It's like the one that's like K-Y-R-Z-G... God, I don't know. But anyway, that's a country that's like partnering with China. Like all of these smaller countries. Well, I mean, you could imagine. Like, and of course, Chinese businesses are going to be the ones that get the contracts to do these things. So it's going to be like a win-win for China. The United States is staying out of it. The United States does not, has take, not allowed any American companies to bid on any of the jobs yet. That's interesting. Mm. But like, you know, you talk 500 years ago before we figured out the earth was round. Because it is round. <laughs> but uh, Trump has like a, like vehemently denied wanting to get involved with it. Oh, because he's just anti-globalism. Creating, so that's we're also what that talking is. about creating jobs. I know, but anything that's pro-globalism, he's he's against it. That's yeah. just how that's going. That's true. But no, uh, but yeah, you would think about it from the economic point of view. Five hundred years ago, there was that trade route between China to Europe was like the that was the thing. I mean, it was like booming. All those countries that were in between, doing super well. Well, yeah, that's how Europe helped, you know, to to kind of come in with that part of the world. But it takes a long time yeah. to get from Europe to China on yeah. going over the mountains and through the rivers and to grandmother's house. Okay, it takes a while. But when they realized that you could sail around Africa and go around and get to India and China that way. They could do it a lot faster, and then of course that happened. So is, kind of died. Whew, yeah, just mm-hmm. disappeared. So of course, economy after economy after economy across that whole stretch between Europe and China went to hell. Mm-hmm. And so I guess that's kind of what China's doing is saying we're gonna we're gonna bring that back. You know, we gotta promote this. You know, that's actually kind of cool. Like to be totally honest, they think you know, that it's an untapped resource. I'd love to hear sure. all the facts about it. You know, and. And, and figure that well, out. Well, maybe not, because they're talking about building nuclear power plants all up and down. <laughs> yeah, well. but, <laughs> so. but, I'm, but what I mean is, is, oh, is, nice. is China's looking at it from a global perspective. Because China, just like us, you know, it doesn't do us any good to be able to manufacture a lot of things for ourselves if we can't sell them to anybody. Right, but China is bidding on them and then selling them to themselves. You know that they're all state-owned companies. 
that are going to be getting these contracts. So I just meant like promoting the growth of neighboring nations because then when you produce a product, they buy it from you. Yeah, is what I mean. Like, well, China yeah. was built and is their number one. Everything is their export business. Exactly, you know, that's what I mean. Like export, you know, so. but what if everybody stopped buying stuff from China? Yeah, right. <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hypothetically, if yeah. everyone, if all of a sudden we're like, you know, we don't need China anymore. We're mm. gonna make all our own TVs and everything, and, and iPhones and everything that else. That would be crazy. You know, that would be. That's crazy. That by would. The way. That would. Well, there's lots of things. Samsung TVs is that. That's Japan. What is it? Samsung's Korea. Is it? Is it Korea? Yeah. Okay. Whatever. My point is, is if we stop, you know, not saying that would ever happen, but if, yeah, but that would crush them if all the people that buy everything from the big exporter China didn't buy anything from them, they wouldn't be in good shape. So it makes sense to them, being such a big exporter, to make sure all the com- countries around them and still with them for sure, yeah, to be there and present to be ready to buy stuff from it's just as much of a political it's move. an investment they yeah. might be spending money and making profits on their own you know dollars there but in the long run my point of what they're trying to do is they're trying to get chinese culture chinese the chinese way in people's their faces on their everyone. influence yeah. on people like the america like america has yeah i mean you all of our, we have global influence because what of, year is it <laughs> Well, we have global influence because of all of the different construction projects that we have, because of the military bases we have, because of the schools that we have, because of all of the different things that we have in all these different countries. People know mm-hmm. about America because of those things. And just, you know, we you know have our hand in every cookie jar, but they, they, we that's what China's trying to do mm-hmm. without the military part of it. That's cool. So, you know. Well, whatever you think about China, I think that it's cool that they're trying to do that too. Well, I'm pro all of us just doing better. Yeah, for I don't sure. Care what I can't believe that we're not better. involved. I can't believe that the United States and uh, much of Europe, like the UK, are, invo- not, are not involved at all. Well, maybe it. Like willingly. So, anyway, hmm. we'll move on from that. Um, that was three top. Three top. One top, two top. Solid. Three top. Three top. Three top. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for joining us for episode four. Yes, thank you. We really you. appreciate it. One more shout-out to Franco Sarmeno, our guest. Uh, we really appreciate him being in. Uh, catch us on the next one. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. As always, we love to hear your feedback. Do us a favor and go to your Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter and click that like and follow button for all your episode updates and releases. Like us at The Big Red Van Podcast on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Big Red Van Pod. And as always, you can just send us an old fashioned email at The Big Red Van Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and it means the world. Just share us with a friend.